<laughs> Yo. What's up? I'm having such a good time already. Yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness. Someone's creeping in our house. I don't know who this is. <laughs> it's just, it's scary, but uh Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh shit. That yo, I hadn't turned back. <laughs> I hadn't turned back. Kadeem. What's up? What's Sorry. up? If you guys remember Kadeem, he was yeah. on last season. He was um, on last season. Dope but, um, episode. Go check it out if you haven't it heard it already. But today, um, we got someone really, really awesome for you guys. Yes. Today is going to be a special day. Um, by the way, if this is your first time to, to the podcast, welcome. Um, oh, yeah. Welcome. My welcome. name's Willie. And I'm Luigi. If you guys... Um, our voices, I guess, need to be recognized. Yeah. But, you know, we're going to get there. Recognizable voices because... I swear, this show is one of a kind. Yeah. And now, you're going to get to know one more of our friends. Our, a one of a kind type yes. of guy. Yes. Um, he's a pretty, pretty swell guy. Pretty attractive ladies if you want to reach out. I'm sure he wouldn't mind. Maybe. I don't know. We'll find out in a couple of seconds. Mr. Abramian. <laughs> His name is Fred. Yes. <laughs> no. Nice. You guys. You guys got close though. Okay. We tried. I, I focused so much on the last name that I was like, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to mess this last name up. Yo. Say no, your name. No, no, say, no. Introduce yourself. Introduce yourself. So my name is Fred Abramian. I, I'm a creative executive at a mobile media startup called Mammoth Media, and so just kind of can talk about a little bit about life and. Maybe how uh, I got to and got to the place where I got to. That's very true, man. Well, wow. My biggest, my biggest focus for I'm me excited. isn't going to be like, because personally, I feel like I've met so many creative people. So many. So many creative people, especially in Los Angeles, right? Um, especially because we're going to go to an event, right? I mean, at least I, I, I'm going to try to go to an event. We're going to go to Alex Deo's event. He was our last guest. He's a super cool guy, but um, super creative. Very, yeah. very enthusiastic as well. But yeah, I feel like in life, it takes a lot more than just one. Like, you can be creative, but then at the same time, you need to be intuitive as well. You, need, you need direction. You, you need, need direction. Like, you need, it's not, you have to harness these skills that are essentially like superpowers right like, like you it could fucking change your whole life if you start viewing it in this way you yeah. know it's like so in and i guess my question is is like what is that for you do you see that as like okay th- i'm a very directional person like or where do you get your guidance from or are you just kind of like ah fuck it i'm here let's go because yeah yeah i'm definitely i feel like sometimes a little bit more just like calculated with a lot of my decisions that I make in in terms of I'm definitely like you know I'm here I'm ready to go let's let's get going on this but I also need to have a lot of preparation leading up to that point and you know a lot of it just comes from just reading different things from you know something like The Economist all the way to Variety Magazine and then you know of course you, you like to read Honestly, no, I don't. You don't like to read. I, I force myself. But you're 18, man. But you gotta still read, though, right? Like you know that. That's why you read. Well, exactly. And I th- the the thing that's important about reading and kind of getting, you know, a lot of your information out of something that's written in words, and 
it goes from reading anything from anything on your computer to maybe you know like i like i like magazines because i like the way they're illustrated most of the time i like the way they're laid out and and for me as somebody who's consuming this material i find it a lot more enjoyable and so i think after like going through so many different articles and just seeing how different articles are constructed in terms of the placing of what images they use and then um you know like they always will emphasize the big font just kind of get like the point across (laughs) yeah Yeah. well and so i start to look at it more as like a content sort of design it's like they're, they're doing this for you know a reason whether it's more obvious and to like get it in front of your face yeah or if it's there a lot of the times they're trying to build kind of a constant stream of you know the same repetitive kind of satisfaction that you get in turning the next page and then seeing you know that there's a picture there's an illustration that's associated with the text sick now before we get too deep into this uh, do you mind telling everyone a little bit about yourself and how you got (laughs) in the position of creative executive how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? No, uh, I just turned 24. Nice, wow. nice. Creative executive, 24. Weeks ago. That's awesome, bro. Killing it. So, I guess I need to cross my leg. So, a little bit, I think, of where I come from is, obviously, I'll just start with my parents. Both of them immigrated here after the fall of the Soviet Union. Oh, wow. Um, so, in that sense just growing up with parents that had knowledge about a completely different culture. Yeah. Kind of our assimilation, you can say, into kind of the American lifestyle. Holy shit. Really kind of, you know, it structures the way you grow up. So there's certain things that I didn't notice or realize until I was much older and interacted Mm. with more people. Mm. And, you know, along the way my parents were you know they were strict but at the same time it wasn't like those crazy gnarly stories you hear um but you know they kept us in line and one thing they did with my brother and i is put us in swimming Mm. when we were young so just started with swim lessons and built up the swim team yeah and then from there on you know you go to high school and you're swimming there and as a result was able to have the opportunity to swim at USC for two years. Yeah. Are you bilingual? Um, yeah, I could speak some Russian. It's definitely a little bit broken. Some vocabulary is missing, but I could, you know, if I had to get along, you know, in a conversation. You can manage. That's legit. That's legit. All I know is dos vidanya. Dos vidanya, yeah. Yeah, that's it. So... I personally don't know anything. <laughs> I I haven't tried. I should. I, I am trying to learn more languages. But what I do want to focus on is what you said earlier um, about the American dream, about how your parents are were foreign, right? And they have all this new knowledge and perspective from their country. Right. So you bring that back to this place, and it does feel like an American simulation. Like, personally, I've had conversations with someone randomly me and christine showed up at this restaurant christine's a friend of mine okay the guy starts to tell us his whole life story about how he started in mexico came here and like wanted the to make his restaurant didn't 
ended up working for some dude, built his restaurant up, and then said, I'm going to go build my own restaurant. <laughs> Why am I working for you? Like, I have the experience now. Yeah. So he goes, and then he ends up working for somebody else because it didn't work out. And then so then he gained more knowledge from a new person because it was a different perspective on how things were done. Yeah. So after that, he was like, I know how to make it the best. Now that I have two different versions, I can come up with my own third version, you know? Yo, builds his restaurant, amazing food, has kids, right? Mm-hmm. Has a family. You know what he tells me? He goes, when I was able to abort my house, when I could afford my house, that was me realizing the American dream. And I freaking started crying because I was like, dude, this guy is so real with me right now. Just tells me, wow, the, like this is my version of the American dream. And it became true. And he tells me his daughter is now the makeup artist for Rihanna. Yeah. He shows me pictures. I go, you're lying. He goes, he goes, look, look, look her up on Instagram. Christine looks her up. Bro, it's all legit. His daughter is Rihanna's makeup artist. And I'm just like, we should get Rihanna on the podcast. Why not? I'd love to. Yeah, maybe like shout her out on Twitter or something. Yeah. Well, shout yeah. out Rihanna. You want to shout out some humble roots? <laughs> definitely. Definitely. She'd be down. I think so too. We're fun. Just yeah. listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. Fred's cool as fuck. Shit. And yeah. he's super intelligent, man. I can tell. Yeah. The, I mean, it, I don't. I'm. I'm. I don't know what to say about all these nice comments. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the truth, man. You gotta own it. Yeah. yeah it's, we like to enforce a positive environment around here. You know. Definitely. Yeah. Of course. There's enough hatred out there in the world, especially LA. It's a weird place outside. It is a weird yep. place. And yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is it is crazy how you know, you look at a place like LA though. And it is so it's like crazy diverse. Yeah, it is crazy like, diverse. I grew up in Glendale cuz my dad's, you know, part Armenian. Nice. Really? Um so, you know, based on my recent 23 and me results, Turns out I'm like 20% or something. <laughs> nice. Nice. Do you qualify for citizenship over there? No, no. Oh, man. I don't think so. But, yeah, so like Glendale, I guess going back to what I was saying, is like this big hub of, you know, a lot of Armenian people. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want some good food. Oh, yeah? Just, yeah, you got you to gotta go to, you know brand boulevard and some of those restaurants yeah. like oh yeah Rafi's place yeah that's a kebab <laughs> spot right there really <laughs> yeah that's, that kebab okay spot hey good. why not i every time i go to glendale i always have a good time yeah whether yeah. i'm going to the americana or the galleria yeah i i have a buddy of mine who's named hosep shout uh-huh. out hosep he's armenian i met him i met him at college in the pacific and his parents own a restaurant and he's going to he's studying law at chart chartmouth chapman chapman right dartmouth dart no chatsworth no i don't remember that's a city fuck yeah. i yeah. hate when i can't remember like very very specific the point was the dad's armenian mm-hmm. they're armenian he's armenian that's the point <laughs> <laughs> okay <Yeah>. and <laughs> I don't know. I've never been to their restaurant, but it, this is the second time I'm hearing Armenian. So I'm like, maybe I should go check out their food, and maybe, maybe I should go check out this kebab spot too. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, why why do you think that Glendale has the largest concentration of Armenian people? 
Like, why did everyone decide Glendale's a good spot? I always for us? think about I mean, that. Too. Like Koreatown. So I think I think kind of like quote quote unquote kind of like the legend is is because yeah. the um, the La Cunada like mountain range. Yeah. So Angel's Crest pretty much reminds yeah. them of Mount Ararat. Uh, and uh or i should say ararat yeah it's gonna you know how they how keep it legit kind of say it in armenian but well that's like the legend and then i think the reality is it was just like like a few immigrated over here kind of settled there and eventually you know kind of word got out on the street yeah and everybody's like well if i'm moving to america from another country and yeah. we go to a place where you know i could kind of get around and right, the culture is right. a little bit more similar and yeah. it makes sense and that's just not only you know yeah. necessarily armenian it, people and stuff yeah yeah but that's what's given like los angeles that you know kind of unique like cultural experience oh yeah it's like if you think about it it's a little bit like what anthony bourdain you know r.i.p of oh, course r.i.p and it's just what he did with like food and just going to like that hole in the wall sort of shop yeah and just giving you this like no this is great food and even though you it's not gonna be that fine like sit and full like you know course dining experience which i think a lot before him that's what a lot of you know cooking shows were about is like replicating that like nice dish yeah yeah he just kind of changed the game on that and just the way you look at different cultures yeah the first time personally through the stomach personally i think i think anthony bourdain is such an interesting guy to like see his life um he was doing cooking for a long time man he was doing cooking shows for a long time and like he got really invested you know which makes you wonder what what would drive him to kill himself, and it's a, it's kind of crazy to me to think about it because I was just thinking about it right now. I was like, I almost want to say maybe it was murder, but if it was a suicide, it's like I feel like it was because it was so repetitive. You always had mm-hmm. like, I mean, you were you were tasting different food, but at the same time, everything else leading up to the food <laughs> was repetitive. Nah, man, that guy had no complaints with his life. His life was so freaking think, awesome. He got he paid got millions of dollars. You think to, he got murdered? Yeah, I think he, so too. Come on, come I think on, so too. Yeah. come on. I just honestly don't know enough to like comment on it, and it's just <sighs> man. So uh, uh, the I have to leave that uh, one. The, at a piece. theory, quote unquote, out there is that he was just getting too involved in activism and stepped on some toes he and his girlfriend and it was supposed to have been a quote-unquote murder suicide but she didn't show up and he was there alone so he was the only one that got taken out and that's why she was all weird because remember she was the one that called out all the people in the crowd during con film festival yeah about being like perverts and stuff yeah she's the head of me too yeah and uh i is a whole thing around bro i did not head of me too yeah like the head of me too is dating anthony bourdain and you tell me he was suicided like that's a that's something the i don't don't it's it's fishy because i mean who knows no one knows what the truth is so I don't want to step on any toes either, but CIA, that's just man. what word on the street is. CIA. It was yeah. CIA. Oh, man. 
<laughs> and if they want to talk to me about it, that's completely fine. I'm a nice guy. You guys can come on the podcast. We'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, they'll we'll talk about get it. All right. Heated argument. Just get into it. Imagine going at it with like a CIA agent. It's like, you know, you did it. You killed him. And it's like, um, like look, uh, what we do for the diplomacy of America, sometimes it's difficult. We have to make hard decisions. However, we feel what we did was in the best interests of this nation and its security. That's all they're going to say. Some blanket statement like that. And then they have like SWAT dudes on ropes. Yeah, the yeah, exactly. Bust through your balcony. Right. As soon as they leave, they're like, okay, well, have like, a day. They're going to come from the have balcony. They're going to come from that window and the door <laughs> all at the same time. Bro, you don't understand. They're already listening to us right now. It's like, hello, CIA agents. What's up? No, we haven't even posted it yet. And they're already listening. Bro, then you know they hacked the computer. Everything's hacked. Everything's hacked, bro. Oh my goodness, Fred! This is the world you live in, bro. Everything's hacked. Yeah, it's crazy. That speaker Dude. hacked. TV hacked. Dude, PS4 see, hacked. I'm, I try not to be like necessarily a paranoid person. No, we're just like, working with you, bro. We're not really and, like that. We're not like, truly paranoid, but, uh, but it's, we're just, we're just it like, is a fact. Like Alexa, no, Google Home, but I, and all I, that I low key stuff. put a little, you know, sticker over my uh, my webcam. Oh, you mean like that? Yeah, nailed yeah. it. I feel like that's yeah. just like. It's, you just gotta do it yeah now. exactly yeah come on we've, and how often like, are you really using that thing anyways? never we've seen so got FaceTime, many <laughs> videos where someone's being watched and they have no idea like that people don't just write things they see things and then they emulate it on screen yeah because art imitates life so i feel like anything we see in, or consume in media has a degree of truth to it like anything you watch has some sort of truth in it somewhere of course you just have to read between the lines everything's not always just spoon fed to you on surface value <laughs> that's the fact oh, right there dude media loves anything that's spoon fed yeah mm. Mm. if just it's nice and easy it. like bloop there it is but yeah, yeah. it's anything. the subtext that has the value and and even look at some of the stuff they they report on trump some of the stuff they report on trump i i laugh because i go it'll say one thing like trump said this person was terrible or called them a name and first of all i go okay like do i need to know everything this guy does um they go i i read the full article and it was because they were talking bad about him Mm -hmm. and he was just getting at it and it's a pissing match every single time for this guy so it's like i'm gonna take you on bitch like don't talk shit about me because i'll destroy your ass like and, it's crazy and I, how ego is uh, yeah. such a influential part of his decision making process. But then, yeah. But then, but then, very sporadic. Yeah. Look, he, it's like the magician's act, right? He's got you focused so much on his words that his policy is slowly getting in. Like things are changing, mm-hmm. and I notice that, and I'm like, that's a very interesting way of forming media to us like news outlets give us basically like you said spoon-fed news so if you don't ever go past that wanting to know more than just being spoon-fed like yo let me let me feed myself you'll never truly know truth you know yeah i just feel like he's the fall guy he could be as well he's clearly the fall guy for whatever underlying things are happening but then remember Barney from How I Met Your Mother? He was the fall guy. And then he, look at him. He told he was talking to someone the whole time. Yeah. 
Look at that. Maybe. I don't know. I think the reality is it's it's just like it's just too blatant that everything that we want to read, right? When I'm going through certain magazines. Yeah. Um it's just like the top headlines are always like clickbait essentially. Yeah. But I don't know. I think that's why you got to be well-rounded in terms of where you get your, you know, source of news and what's happening in the world. Like you got to read everything, both sides. Otherwise, how do you formulate a proper decision, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess that's much more like critical way of looking at it, right. but in a certain sense, I think that's what like a lot of lawyers kind of do. They examine the playing field and it's just like you know, they know every single outcome that could happen. Right. Yeah. If you're a good lawyer, you pretty much know everything about your case. Like, you you researched it. Once again, it goes back to how badly you want to research. And if you haven't, your team has. And you're, and exactly. Like, you have to have a good team around you that is ready to go. And that as soon as you walk in there, you open up your briefcase and it's like, boom, you win. You know, there's yeah. that's a, at least in lawyers. You know, that's the that's the mentality. You can't be there to lose. No. But I think a good lawyer would know, kind of, if he was, a, like, I'm not, a, I do not know that much about law in order to really be commenting on this, but I feel like from a more simplistic standpoint, if you're on the defense and you know that you have a losing case, at that point you start doing damage control. Yeah. You know, in terms of trying to, what's, what's the best case scenario? Mm. Like, can we get out of this with just probation? Or like a settlement. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anything. Yeah. Makes sense. So, I mean, I think criminal cases are much more complicated than that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've never served in a jury, but I kind of want to just because I want to experience it because I think it'd be interesting. It was, I've, I've done it one time. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, our attorney was super cool guy, actually. He's just like, I'm a college yeah. professor. And, you know, I know this sucks for everybody to do it, but you could treat it like it's a law class. Yeah. And that's how yeah. he, like, ran it. And I was just like, actually learned a lot. And that's know? pretty cool. Yeah. I would I would ask that of a lawyer, too. I'd be like, would you mind explaining what you're doing to us just so we can learn about it while we're here? Like, yo, that's so cool. Yeah. I, I like that. Yeah, it was just, like, a great way of making something so, like, God, I don't want to be here today. Like, yeah, what am yeah. I doing yeah. to, like, oh, you know. Did something productive today, right? Yeah, exactly. And that's and that's the key, I think. Just staying as productive as you can. Yeah. And definitely have your off switch. I mean, what's your off switch? What do you do for fun? It's true. Oh man. Well, I like honestly, video games are great sometimes. Yeah. Just like classic answer. Um. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. During the summer, like we'll go. My uh, roommates and I will go body surfing at the beach because we kind of live pretty like a couple miles away in santa monica and yeah we just swim and you get like a little workout in it and then mm, nice. just having a ton of fun it's good and then you know got a girlfriend so we usually like plan some stuff um on the weekends sorry ladies gotta, yeah 
Yeah, retract my statement Sorry, earlier. Distract- I know you you were so hopeful until this point. You were thinking this guy sounds cool. Yeah. He sounds interesting. No, like, I mean, no. keep listening. And, yeah, I know, right? Just keep listening. Don't. I'm so many people already clicked the the pause. Like, fuck it. Oh. Never mind. Um, no, he's still cool. He's so interesting. But um, how long have you guys been dating? Four years now. Wow. So. Uh, it's yeah, it's a good chunk of time. Yeah, it's a it is a good chunk of time. You know someone, at least I would say you would really know someone by that point. Like four years. Oh deep, yeah, really. I know you. Oh yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna get into it, but you <laughs> definitely you. Uh, know how to like kind of push each other's buttons. But yeah, we we definitely yeah. kind of have fun with it. <laughs> not like at a negative push each other's buttons. Yeah, of but course. Just but like, just like I'm gonna, we're gonna have some fun today. Yeah, yeah, you gotta you gotta annoy each other sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you gotta be playful. That's it's people think that that's not like a part of a relationship, and they forget about it. It's like relationships are supposed to be fun. Like yeah, then you someone, turn old. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think my parents. It's funny because my parents are starting to get into that period of time mm-hmm. where they're like, I mean. They're getting older and they take care of each other. And it's really, really cool to watch because they have their, you know, they bicker sometimes, but that's everybody. And it's like, but they, there's love there, you know, and they really, really care. And I always love seeing that. And I was just, I took pictures of them while they were, when they weren't looking because I thought it was cute. Yeah. You got a sneaky paparazzi guy. Yeah. Yeah, I got, well, with my parents, because it's like, that's what comes with fame. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. My parents are famous in my eyes. Gotta be yeah. on your P's and Q's. Of course. I love them. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to La Raza. La Raza. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um, but yeah, dude, shout out family overall. I love my parents. Yeah. Do you, are you a only child? Oh, you said you have brothers, right? I have a brother, yeah. yeah. Younger brother. What's yeah. that shout like? Out, shout out to Chris. I only have a younger sister, so I don't know what it's like to have a brother. Oh, man. Honestly, like, we love each other to death, and, you know, I think growing up, we definitely, you know, we had our times we kind of tussled a few yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think the last time we kind of, like, got into it, we were just like, oh, shit, we're, like, too strong to be doing this, because we were, like, both kind of, like, messed up after, like, yeah, oh, oh, shit. Man. <laughs> Yeah. That was that was funny, but it's like we really beat the shit out. Yeah, I know. Right? Yeah. Like shit, dude, you got a black eye. My bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my bad. Yeah, that dude just—he just like almost choked me out for good. I was like, oh, oh man, <laughs> like this is it. Yeah. So at the arms of my brother, it's in the Cain and Abel shit. Uh, <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> you ever get into it with your younger sister? Man, back in the day, we used to yeah. just, I don't know, it was just that natural bickering that you, always occurs, and since we were always moving from place to place, we kind of were each other's source of entertainment for a lot mm-hmm. of time, which bred contempt because we were always together, because um, my dad was in the military, so every okay. time we moved, we both had no friends, and we both were just kind of like working and navigating through this new place until we found and made friends but uh i don't know it was cool nowadays she's she's dope she's got her master's in psychology and stuff so she's clearly an adult now but you know we don't really argue or anything like that we we just chill crack jokes and stuff 
That's it's great. a good time, yeah. Shout out to your sister. Shout out yeah. Kiana, what's up? <laughs> I'm like the same way with my brothers. That's awesome though. Yeah. Yeah. With with my brothers I'm the same pretty much the same way as both of both described in front of me. And I uh-huh. think that just goes to show like that's a good set of family. Like, dude, I I someone put it in perspective for me the other day and they said they said, Dude, you your family is like you always have them. Like, think about it. You've always had them and it's like you can tell by this point whether you had a good childhood or yeah. a bad childhood. Yeah. You know, it's like you can't live in that childhood, but you have to move forward past it. You mm. know, um, it's just kind of crazy. And personally, at this point, I like, dude, I had a fucking awesome childhood. Like, oh, it was such a great, great memories, great all that. But now I just gotta like, you're an adult now. Move it, move forward in life. Um, you can't stay stuck in that. I I met so many people who get stuck in high school, you know, and it's kind of sad. You're like, dude, yeah, your, your life has already started. You yeah. know, it's like oof, you're gonna start moving at some yeah, point. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, like those friends you see and they're always talking about what you did back in high school. It's like, yeah. well, what about in this moment right now? We're doing stuff currently, but I don't know. Some people peak, man. It's sad. Yeah. Some people peak early. Yeah. <laughs> I remember my friend Brian, um, crazy kid, man, like crazy kid. I don't, that's all I'm going to say about him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he, he told him, one of my English teachers, um, you <laughs> you probably peaked in high school, didn't you? <laughs> oh, man. And then he started making fun of her. He goes, you're a peaker. You're a peaker. <laughs> and dude, I was sitting there and I just fucking bawled oh, my eyes out laughing because I was like... The balls of of you to not only call her that, but then just add a joke wow. on the back end of it. Mm-hmm, I was yeah. just like, it, it, cracked, <laughs> it fucking cracked me up, bro. Yeah. Uh, he was a funny dude for sure. Some random ass shit. <laughs> just gets up. That's full disrespect right there. <laughs> no, she was, and she had to, this was after school. So that's usually when teachers are like, I'm cool. You know, it's like, talk to me. And I'm like, all right, I got you. And so, but no. It was weird. <laughs> Not my teachers. That and once the bell rang, you couldn't even find them. It was like they were a ghost out. Town. Yeah, they yeah. were like, that. damn. Yeah, dealt with this for eight hours. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. had a couple of those. Well. Screw these kids. Yeah, there's so many out there though. <laughs> just as much as good. There's also like the other opposite side. It's just like there's oh even more God. of the opposite. Yeah, I went to public school for a little bit, and yeah. it was like terrible. Teachers I've were just always like, gone to public school. It was terrible. I went to public school up until high school. And then, uh, yeah, and then just went to an all-male Catholic high school. And you know what? Looking back at it, wouldn't do it any other way. <laughs> really? It, oh, man. It was... I'm not going to get into the details of that. It was that. a brotherhood. No, it really was. It really was. Yeah. And you meet a lot of good people there. And it's just like a lot of the, a lot of the teachers, you know, would put a lot of their time into you and, like, making sure that... Um, you know, you're really getting the material that you need to get, but at right. the same time, there are coaches at the same, you know. Yeah. So they were just like, yeah. you know, no bullshit. Yeah. No, no bullshit in demanding. this classroom. Did you play lacrosse? No, I swam. He swam. Okay, my buddy played lacrosse, but he went to Jesuit in uh, Sacramento. Oh, okay. And that's why I say that, cause he he was like, dude, I had never played lacrosse before, but at the at this school, it just like they made it so freaking awesome that i had to play and i'm just like i've watched him and he's good and his yeah. little brother jesse really good as well i'm like 
lacrosse is fun bro i went to go watch some games it's fun yeah i wish i got to like you know maybe play some of those other sports but swimming is lucrative these days swimming is awesome don't sweat yeah, on swimming, I mean bro. you definitely you definitely learn a lot about work ethic like it's three hours of your day with wow. a, like you know usually it's split yeah. between mornings maybe four hours four hours most days wow you'd work out two hours before this Ooh. is even in high school and then two hours after school and you're just swimming like you yeah. learn how to talk to yourself like you're staring at a little line at the oh, bottom of the man. pool for four hours out of your day, and while just being like, "Oh man, I why am I doing this right now?" <laughs> Damn. So like, you went, you go deep into it because that yeah. that only really happens when you're invested in something. Yeah. Because yeah. when I go swim, it's like damn this is fun like four hours uh, i'm having a good time but yeah, if you do it every day no they 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 work you yeah the so, fun is gone yeah. after like the first two weeks yeah but competing i i do miss competing like i i love that the training part yeah. was you know but i think that's how cause I, I played high school basketball and football okay. and it's the same way you practice sucks it's the worst yeah, part of the yeah. week yeah. the yeah. worst Waking up early, 6 a.m. No, you got to be there 6 a.m. to yeah. practice because you're doing it before school. And then you got to practice after school. And then midweek practice is just so grueling, especially in the South. Yeah. So, uh, like, yeah. It's, South, you're getting beat up. Imagine. You're like, uh. But you, in turn, you get in shape. And then on Fridays or when, on during basketball season, whenever your game is, yeah, man, it's lit like it's a great time and just the adrenaline you get from that is worth all those other four days of torture yeah i mean you pretty much work in order to kind of you gotta work to get to the fun stuff and i think that literally is the same kind of theme that you get throughout life yeah anything yeah you see those people with big baller houses or like fancy cars and you're, you're just always questioning what did they do to get that yeah. but they worked they hustled whether they're even if they're professional athlete that's a grind yeah. you don't come up on all that money without sacrificing time and hangouts and friends and relationships and all kinds of other things that you don't think about when you're tuning everyone out to be the best but that's why they get those million dollar paychecks and that's why they can drive fancy cars and the same thing with you know people in the film industry (laughs) have you ever spent have you ever spent have you ever spent 14 hours on set like that sucks Yeah. yeah waking up getting on set being there all day going home just to go to sleep just so you can wake up again and do it again yeah like that's not really that fun Mm -mm. but if you love it you'll do it and you'll get up and you'll get to the point eventually where you're in a lucrative career definitely definitely i my friend angela just went through that exact same thing she literally finished filming a film in canada nice 45 days and after like the the second day she was like didn't realize set life was like long (laughs) <laughs> and I laughed. I was just laughing because I was like, "What yeah. was she thinking? Like six yeah. hours?" Yeah, I don't probably. know what she was thinking, but she wasn't thinking like, "I'm gonna be there all day, I guess sitting she, there if they don't need me." Well, like, yeah, yeah, she's thinking like A-list status, like, yeah. "Oh, I'm gonna come in, deliver my lines, and then, and then get out, get yeah. out of there." No, 
No, you're going to sit there all day with the rest of us yeah. and Wait. maybe even help us break down. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, they wouldn't do that. But it would definitely be like, it would definitely be a long time. And even though, and she had a trailer because she was one of the main actresses. And I was mm-hmm. like, yo, first of all, I was like, yo, that's cool. Yeah, man. If you yeah. had a trailer, what? just chill. Yeah. And so she was chilling for the most part, but she would... I think after that first realization, she had the second realization that this is a part of the job, and she stuck through it, man. And she, I bet you, she, that movie's gonna come out. It's gonna come out on Lifetime. She's gonna kill, nice. man. Nice. And I tell her, this is the, this is your moment. Like, get ready to skyrocket, cause yeah. you, you're basically there. You just, ha- you're like waiting for this bitch to release. Like, <laughs> and I'm sorry for that word, but it's yeah. just like. It's 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 so especially true. in relation to Lifetime Network. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just like sometimes I. Sorry. Um, this is funny. Just with acting and you know people trying to get into the industry. Yeah. You know from friends that I have. Yeah. It's it's extremely saturated market. Yeah. And it's not saying that you can't become an actor, right? But. Yeah. Just got to put in that much more work into yeah, finding man. something, getting yourself out there. Everyone needs to know who you are. Yeah, exactly. Like, even people that haven't worked with you, they just know because you're always around, always applying, always in the meetings, always talking to someone, like always around. And yeah. that's a problem that I personally have had because I don't, I'm already 6'5", 300 pound black guy. I stand yeah, out yeah. enough. Like I don't need to stand out even more, but you really have to do that and take that extra effort to introduce yourself to someone who probably wasn't looking to introduce themselves to you. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's a hustle, but those that want it, get it. And yeah, they'll get it. Yeah. They won't just get it. They're going to fucking capitalize on that opportunity right there because Mm -hmm. that opportunity could be the thing that catapults you a hundred steps forward. A thousand. Yeah. Like you, you could have just surpassed everything. And this person's like, I, I'm willing to help. You're like, let's make it happen. Boom. That's be cr- it, it, likelihood probably winning, like, like win, winning the lottery, right? Yeah. The likelihood. Because yeah. it's the odds of that happening, small. Very small. But have hope, maybe. Possible. Uh, <laughs> you know? Um, but still, in, in a realistic sense, if you go to an event, and you talk to someone with enough passion and enough um, confidence and you talk to them about something that you really want to create or you really want to do, that person will see something in you without a doubt because that they, they, they move past everything that is someone and they start to look at the human emotion and the human spirit that's in front of them. And they say, "How I, I want to help this person because they actually want to do it. Like, they're not just bullshitting saying, I, I want to do this. It's like, I I'm going to do it, man. Either yeah. you help me or I'm going to keep going. Right. Like, that's when you capitalize. And it's just, um, I've seen it a couple of times and it's, it's a beautiful thing, man. Yeah. And a lot of times that like little moment, it comes in like a really small way. Yeah. And you, you just have to be persistent with it. You, you gotta be like, all right, maybe not this time. You gotta keep being persistent and just any obstacle that you come across kind of any rejection. You gotta, keep moving forward towards it so um just being self-disciplined and and persistent with your goals and your passions as well is um i think that's just something that's very key to 
kind of a healthy life a i like healthy, to happy life yeah I, I like to think of it as a kind of kind of as an analogy for me kind of like how uma thurman and kill bill when she first started training she couldn't do the one inch punch and yeah that, that that piece of wood was just always in her way but once you became once she became determined enough to realize that it's literally mind over matter she eventually began to move that piece of wood that has been holding her back that whole time and that's just life like once you hit that Girl, wall she fucking taught going. herself how to walk yeah like, she was she was sitting in a fucking truck and there's like move your left pinky or like what was it move your move left your, toe. Wiggle, wiggle yeah. your toe wiggle yeah. your toe and it was like let me teach myself how to walk again. I was like, holy shit. I mean, she was being used as a sex doll for oh like, goodness. what, like six months, a year? Yeah. However long, like your muscles atrophy. Oh, my goodness. I'm sure it was really tough to start walking and you much less wiggle your toes. How she would be able to drive that truck after that, I have no idea. <laughs> That's the will, force, and adrenaline of the moment that you just like, I can walk again. So. Oh, yeah. And, and she then, had a lot of adrenaline because she killed that guy. Yeah, she killed that dude. Book. Yeah. And she learned to walk and just murder a bunch of dudes. Yeah. I know, right? That's what she learned to walk Well, it's for. like, I, can't, I must be alive just to murder all the people that tried to murder me. That's a, that's a very Punisher-like scenario as well. Yeah. I watched The Punisher very young very interesting movie as a it kid is. like you're just like oh yeah. fuck well, and it's great i mean you can understand why the guy went on a rampage yeah you could. literally killed everybody everybody including his, his kids and it's like at that point in that scenario there is nothing else but like fuck it's just fiery rage yeah fiery rage blinding like everything is gone white heat like imagine if there was just like a huge explosion in Los Angeles right now and it's like anybody you knew in LA was just gone and you'd nah, be dead too nah, and nah. you know what it wouldn't even matter because we'd already <laughs> be, we'd already be gone so it's like we'd probably nah. our consciousness would probably be floating somewhere and we're just traveling sometime and then we're like oh shit we're peeking outside yeah I had to check and make sure downtown's still there I'm yeah, telling you man. here comes the SWAT team I know I'm sorry yo I gotta turn around some. yo do you ever go into a room and then you get like I haven't turned around in a while like what's what's back there? yeah, yeah. yeah. And you kind of feel a little creepy sometimes yeah. dude i went to this museum um i literally they were it was a dark area it was super dark like pitch dark and i was like creepy and i was like i can overcome this let's go and i went all the way in there and then as i was in there i sat in the silence and it was the creepiest thing like just like hearing the inner workings of this museum and all the people and it was just like weird yeah wow but i survived and i'm here today so telling you guys about it clear the haze (laughs) i uh i was just like home alone recently Mm. with my roommates were all out of town and i'm like go to sleep at night and i'm like turn all the lights off and i just you know it's really weird how loud certain things are yeah when you're home alone and you just be like shit what is that and like people like you're like you're in a, you know walking around the house like you're in a splinter cell game or something i know like, right just, on just your tippy toes tom, tom clancy shit yeah, <laughs> yeah man I, I know how that goes or that weird feeling you get that like someone's looking at you oh so, yeah because you know like when you normally turn around and you're like oh someone's looking at me like there is someone looking at you and yeah. you link eyes with them and then they're like oh oh and they like make that weird awkward like i'm gonna turn away like i wasn't staring or you know like somebody's like near you but 
Like when you're walking on, uh, like down the street at night, sometimes you yeah, like, oh, you're like I feel a presence following me right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, like, there is, man. People, senses are real. Like you, it's yeah, an, I agree. It's a part of you. It's a fact, right there. It's a part of your part active of living you subconscious. Like you don't exactly. control it. It just knows, and it keeps you alive. Mm-hmm. Because when girls are like, "Oh, I feel like I'm being followed," they probably are, and then they get in their car and oh here's this guy like walking towards my door creepy but yeah drive girl drive yeah 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 drive about like you know for all women out there but you know having a girlfriend too it's just like yeah man i I don't know like you know not nothing against uber drivers or anything but like it's like shit's happened there's been it's happened man there's been several instances where i've been in uber and creepy stuff has happened and or people say weird shit and then i get in my head about it because i'm like oh, dude could this be like a weirdo Maybe. well i mean that girl that teenage girl she was like 14 or 15 yeah, or something they she killed her like, right they shot her up. no he he raped she's her. that girl was the passenger and she just got in the truck and like stabbed oh, the guy in the that, neck yeah with like a, oh, a yeah, huge knife she just went psycho and just like <laughs> started hacking him while he was driving well and, there was a passenger too but there was a passenger that got shot by the uber driver on the highway what the like, fuck? i guess they got into an argument he said something and he was like bow shot him killed him that's why I try not to talk too much when it comes to Uber and Lyft. Yeah, man, just drive me. I didn't pay for a conversation. I don't know. I could, I could, I could chat with him sometimes. No, <laughs> don't get me wrong. It depends, man. It. it depends. But it's like sunny, sunny days. Sure, sure. <laughs> Early morning. Nah, nah. Yeah. Let me wake up first. Nah, I'm. It depends for me. My my mood, my life, the energy in in the car. Yeah. Everything like I. And I'll just sometimes I pray about it. Sometimes when I get like I meet someone new, I'm like, it's like Holy Spirit guide me right now. Like who is this person? What do I need to know? You know, it's like help me. And I'll learn so much about this person. I I learned this the I I, I don't did I say this the other day? You get to decide how deep you want to take a conversation, right? Mm-hmm. And people don't realize that. Like you can start a conversation at the surface or you can be like let me just throw a fucking bow and then an arrow and then that arrow is a zip line and i'm zip lining all the way into the interesting shit because it's like i you can get to know someone and i and i love like if you could just start at the second part of the conversation every time that would be ideal because the first part is like you're getting to know somebody but then the second part is like this is what is actually happening in my life and this is what I do and this is like yeah. what I'm pursuing and you're like great like and I also like the fact that you like blue so I like blue so it's like let's be friends not yeah. a lot of strangers are gonna get to that second phase though no. without that first phase unless they're like intoxicated or something no like that. no no I'm just saying it's a skill it's oh, a so skill just to, to be able get to, to get to that point yeah, no just to be able to skip the first part go straight into the second part and then go back to the first part afterwards because at least that's that's something i've picked up and it, it works a lot because then if if someone if you tell someone hey let's have a conversation if you start talking about the serious stuff first then everything after that they're like i like this guy he's serious but then he's still right cool. mm-hmm. you know and the if the, it's the other way you're like oh this guy's cool but then he's serious and it's like that's just everybody like they always wait till the end 
to tell me why they want me. They just want to use me. And it's like, no, I don't want to use you. It's like, I don't want, I don't want to do that. That's mean, you know? And, and I hate that word because Jason, Jason brought this up the other day and I thought it was very interesting. He was like, you can't have just friendships without having to get something from the other person. And I said, that's not true. I don't expect things from people. Like, I don't, I don't ever expect like I it's, if you do something out of the kindness of your generosity and of your heart, then cool, man, that's awesome. Like, thanks. But I don't, that's not something that I'm expecting of anybody or that people should be expecting of me. No, you absolutely not. And and I think that's where you people do get into a lot of these relationships, whether they're romantic or just friends. Um, even, you know, some people in co-working spaces, like, thankfully, I can't say this about mine. Nice. But, um, yeah, I, I think there's a lot of people that will go out and try to be your friend to get something out of you. Um but there's on that same token there's also a lot of people out there that you know you just, just take a little bit of like warming up to get to yeah and i think just like growing up in los angeles and you know maybe it's the way i was raised a little bit but i'm always a little bit you know more skeptical with you know people sometimes when i first meet them not not with you guys at all yeah but yeah, um it, it's funny because we met S- sometimes you just like get along with people yeah. you know and it was yeah. weird because talia put me in contact with you talia from i mean i don't want to say anything censored but basically we'll just give you up the night like anyways um we met from a mutual party <laughs> i just fucking yeah, we, no 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 you were at like a conference yeah, yeah i was at digital hollywood and it's funny because that that's the conference we were going to go to we just passed yeah. it up that we just had too many podcast episodes yeah. um but i met him and then suddenly i was like this guy's really cool because we hopped on a phone call and it right. was like oh man we just started all just these flowing. ideas that we were just yeah we were just flowing and i was just like this guy's cool and then at that moment, I told him about the podcast, and he checked it out. Yeah, and, and no, he, I've I've been loving a lot of the recent episodes. Oh, I'm blanking out on his name again. Episode six, was it? Oh, Kino. That's right. Yeah, Changing Worlds with Kino, yeah. Yes. You, you listened to it? Yeah, that one was... I, I liked a lot of the stuff he had to say. Yeah. Um, But... And he was from Texas, right? Yeah, yep. he was from Texas. Yeah, he had some really good, I think... Uh, opinions on a lot of kind of what he's doing with his artwork but at the same time I like that he's kind of trying to incorporate or maybe he's not trying to uh, I can't speak for him yeah but it seems like with some of his artwork he gets like a lot of that like Texas sort of s- southern like you know there's two different kinds yeah. of southern I yeah. feel like yeah 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 there's southern and then there's Texas and Florida <laughs> that's right yeah, yeah those um, are different I, I know right Texas and Florida stand out and then there's the rest of everybody like yeah. have you ever we we road trips from Texas to New York craziest experience there's nothing it's just woods there's just woods all the way up you know and you might stop Louisiana or like you could stop at Nashville, but other than that, it's like these are just towns that nobody really ever visits. See, that's why there's just like this cool thing with photography, at least, is like I don't know. I try to like look for angles whenever I go somewhere. Yeah, and I have like so much stuff that you know I never post just because I'm just I'm just too lazy. Like I'm doing <laughs> other stuff, you know. Or at least you're same. honest. Um, but yeah, I just have all these photos and like I try to edit them here and there. 
and no matter if I just have my iPhone or if I do have a camera, yeah, yeah. I think that's like part of the fun. And then you take a photo and you print it out and you're not there anymore. Yeah, but like you see it, you're yeah. just like back in like that taken world, back a little yeah. bit. And if you can get it big enough, like imagine getting a giant picture of like the mountain going up with all the snow, and then you can see like the mountain range in the background, and then there's snow and everything. And you could just put it in a wall. You could, you would feel like you'd be there. You'd sit here and meditate, and you could just look at it and be like, I'm there right now. That'd be crazy. Yeah, speaking of mountains, love to do a little bit of snowboarding. Really? Yeah. I'm pumped for the season. Bro. It's, uh... Never done it. I think I'll do it this year, though. Yeah, Big Bear is a sweet place. Big yeah. Bear, a lot bro. of people hate on it. Like, Mammoth is great, but that's also a track. I'm going to go check it out. No, but, I've, um, I've heard Big Bear is best. My, my friends from Azusa Pacific went... And then our 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 episode three guest Christian Orozco, he mm. went, he broke his leg, or or his arm, he broke something, bro. But <laughs> it was funny, and and I felt bad because I was like, dude, he first time ever doing it, and I think what happened is he went too fast coming down, and then tried to do a trick or something, and it was like, <laughs> you weren't ready for a trick, bro. Yeah. <laughs> or like a pipe, you weren't ready for yeah, a pipe, yeah, bro. Yeah. Well, I longboard, so I, I feel like the transition between the two should be pretty smooth That's and true. i've done surfing as well so between those yeah. two things i can kind of pick up on it obviously there's going to be adjustments because <laughs> yeah of course. gliding on snow is <laughs> something totally different well it's just i think what people like don't get right it's like sometimes you just got to be on the edge they want to be flat yeah but yeah. sometimes you gotta like you gotta you lean know. and carve yeah exactly yeah. that's the fun part you get to it's oh, like when you're in the just stick board. that corner of the yeah. board in the snow and just that's your wheel right there yeah. that just sticking like an ice skate and yeah, yeah sometimes just like that like turning carving yeah. thing if you ever watch like pro surfers like you kind of try to replicate it you know on yeah. your skateboard or whatever or yeah. like on a snowboard exactly but if you don't know how to surf and you don't know how to do it you're just like you know it's a whole different feeling <laughs> yeah imagine surfing a big ass fucking wave like yeah, I mean, you ever, like, see those guys, too? They're not, like, you know, NFL players, like, big, but they're, like, they're pretty they're athletic pretty bulky, dudes yeah. because, like, they're, like, swimming in yeah, exactly. these, like, Once big again. waves and then so much core And wiping power. out even more, which takes so much more effort to get out from under the wave. Like, man. Absolutely. I've been tumbled around to the point where I didn't know which way was up, and that is super scary. Yeah. yeah. But, like, that's a whole like people who do sports like that like the action sports athlete yeah it's just that extreme sports extreme sports H- have you ever done a even um, though an iron man skateboarding's not a crime right no it depends on who you ask <laughs> i mean it's, true. it's gonna be in the olympics yeah very controversial Ooh. right now in the skate community really i mean i think I've, people are slowly embracing it, yeah though. why not like it's how a, do you want to be shooed off of every freaking plaza for the rest of humanity or do you want to be embraced and i mean but that's the thing they still are yeah like, they still yeah. are like i got i got homies that will like try to go out and skate and uh usually it's all right but like they definitely have their stories about you know you got a few overzealous like, security guards not, yeah and la i guess is like pretty chill in that aspect where it's just like like all right all right, we're out of here. Yeah. There's one time this guy tried to tell me I couldn't skate through this parking lot that I was just passing through. Um, and he was just valeting cars. I was like, bro, this this parking lot's full. There's, like, no movement. Yeah. 
it, it's like I forget the parking lot, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. There's a ton of them like around here in in Cape Town. Yeah. But dude, those parking lots get packed. They get really packed, which kind of honestly, first chunk of money I get, I want to invest in a parking lot out here. Yeah. Such free money. Oh my god. Yeah, you got to If you can do a parking garage too. In this area, Cape Town, there's no parking. So forget about it. If you can secure a lot though, you're banking. Build upwards. That's the key. So where did you, you guys grow up? Uh, I grew up all over the world. Okay. Yeah, to be quick so, about it. <laughs> so I gotta ask you this: what what part of the world has the worst driving? Oof. The best driving is Germany. The worst driving is Koreatown. <laughs> <laughs> really. Yeah. Dude, of course Germany would be just like the best drivers, right? Oh it's my god, like, it's so... You got a lot to make up for. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the plain facts, dude. Honestly, they just do a lot right. And it, common sense doesn't elude them. Yeah. So, yeah. they... It's... When it comes to driving, it's safe. The Autobahn is amazing. There's no speed right. limit. I want to go someday. My dad and I, I hopped on it, took our big old Buick two-door, floored it. It was amazing. As fast as it could go, huh? Fast as it could go. <laughs> and the thing is, everyone knows to stay to the right. Here, you have people driving, cruising in the fast lane, the left lane. That's right. Technically, the passing lane. There, no one would dare do that because you'll be, you'll just be chilling one day in the right lane, just you on the road, and then all of a sudden you'll just hear, yeah, and you'll just see lights in your rear view and then a second later you see tail lights and then another second later you see nothing like that's how fast porsches and lambos are flying right yeah it's amazing no I, it's amazing i i love cars what's like, your what do you have yeah what kind of cars right now have? right now i'm driving a uh subaru wrx nice. which is it's a pretty fun car yeah I'm just driving over here in the traffic sporty though. yeah but I also use it to see, like, if I need to go up to the mountain, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Um, and, like, I really wanted a manual. So it was, it was like, yep. You want a manual time. in this traffic? Dude, yeah. Oh, man. You got to learn sometime in your life. So yeah. I look at it. Yeah. You do, I'm telling you, I was, like, literally thinking. I was like, if everybody was required to drive a manual transmission car, yeah. it would be less drivers. Way less traffic. People would take public transportation more. Yeah. Yeah. But well, that's yeah. the skill. Convenience, man. Yeah, convenience. Automatic. Oh, I'm driving. Oh, I was I was oh, yeah. recently in in Moscow, and every time, the couple times I've gone, both times, the craziest drivers, uh, like probably just on on this planet, honestly, you know, a four lane highway is yeah. like no, that's at least a seven lane highway. They like well they do not care wow they just spread it out yeah and so i mean the, the what depending on how you look at it either the some of the best or some of the worst yeah. i'm definitely so is that, yeah. is that why the everyone best. has no traffic right just no. is that why everyone no, has dash cams loads of traffic no no everybody doesn't have dash cams because they need what? it as like proof for their insurance claims mm. but there's been a lot more people with dash cams now yeah do you do you blame them i mean i, mean, I have one because yeah. people are crazy I probably need to get one. It's it's pretty cool, man. I get paranoid it sometimes. It just films constantly. <laughs> 
Fred, we all get paranoid sometimes, <laughs> man. That just yeah. that's just a reality of being human. Like yeah. there's gonna be moments, especially when you hear shit like conspiracies where you're like, uh and then they explain it so much that there's truth in it and you're just like, Oh snap. The world is actually kind of weird. Kind of fucked up sometimes. Why? Oh, and yeah. then you just kinda get stuck in that for a second. But then you gotta step out of it and be like, Life goes on with you or without you. The thing with conspiracies is, like, some of them are, it's just, like, reading almost like a good book. Yeah. It has every element yeah. <laughs> that you want in it, and it just satisfies that, like, mysterious, it, it like, does. Um, content creation. Even if it's total yeah. BS, just the possibility that it's real. <laughs> and if it's good, like if it's this. well thought out, like, uh, that's why, you watch Shane Dawson on YouTube? No. Bro, you gotta watch some of his conspiracy. Anytime I recommend conspiracy theories, Shane Dawson, which is crazy because yeah. I watched him as a kid, and he does like something completely different now. But I still like it, and he's he's super cool. But he's really good at it. Yeah, and, he, and he's entertaining. He's entertaining at it, and that's the best part. Like I don't want to watch someone on YouTube that's boring. Yeah. No, absolutely not. And you just you at the end of the day, like like you gotta give the people what they want and if they're craving something that's juicy and controversial and will just like have you thinking yeah (laughs) like people will just eat that up yeah Yeah. you have to put it on a plate yeah so is that part of like what you have to do as in your position or no we try to not like feed you know the, the fake news outlet we try to do more it's so it's it's chat fiction essentially and it's like text message stories through your phone. Okay. Um, oh, I you know I've seen that on Snapchat. Yeah. No, you've probably seen one of our uh, another another company that does that. Yeah, because uh, maybe because yeah. this is yarn. Maybe, I don't know. Have you heard of yarn before? Yeah. Have you heard of the app Yarn? No, I'm not familiar. Because it's a really really good app. Like I ha- I was on it for a little bit because it was fun. What, was, what is it about you just basically like they have a bunch of different categories they have yeah. a bunch of different categories and you can like they have some <laughs> i mean i'm not gonna lie they have some sexual ones too i was surprised i was very surprised but it was steamy romance yeah steamy nice. romance so just I don't, like, I don't work in that one <laughs> <laughs> but i was surprised they had it but it was actually like i had to check it out because i was like yo i've never seen anything like this like in chat too where it's just like whoop yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. yeah yeah and it would just be a story oh, that is being so told but it does get steamy i'm not gonna lie like i was i was curious to know how deep they would go and it got kind of steamy look at you old daniel steel <laughs> zane novel yeah i know right jeez there's a there's a kind of you know a content need for every little niche that's true yeah i mean it's it's pretty much decided everybody's been talking about it everywhere it's like everybody has um sexual feelings for other people but like you there has to be a real connection before anything like that could ever happen or it's not real or you wouldn't even enjoy it like you have to connect with someone before you even try to become intimate well the connection makes it more enjoyable because you actually care if they're having a good time yeah it's not just a piece of meat (laughs) that you're slamming slamming pounding into i know right it's It's like like actually some compassion there yeah and love which is a nice thing i mean there's just so many cases of that i feel like yeah yeah and and sometimes you're just like it's just our culture we live in yeah like sometimes i'll go out to a bar and like just w- uh, with my girlfriend and maybe a few other friends 
and you just go out and like look at everything and you're just like it's a it's almost like a feeding frenzy yeah yeah Yeah. it's like oh man yeah it's some thirsty winches out there i tell you (laughs) and some thirsty toads as well (laughs) so you know everyone's thirsty but everyone's just craving craving companionship and love because that's missing nowadays yeah companionship we get straight to the like the fun part before we get to the work and the investment and yeah doesn't make any relationships worth it I mean, I think that's why they say when you invest in a long relationship, it's also it's still good to take time off, like to to enjoy being single after such a long time. Right. But at the same time, be aware of like if you ever want to have kids, like there's a certain age that at some point like they can't have kids anymore. Like that's not a reality. So Mm -hmm. it's like if you want to do that and you want to you have to think about that, like you want to be in their childhood. How long do you want to be in their life? Like long time. Because there's people who get have kids like at 65 and or like 70, and I'm just like, what? I saw this 90 year old lady who had a baby recently. Yeah, oh, man. And like she was yo. like, I'm so happy about me and my new baby. Damn, it was 90? crazy. 90. 90. Like, shouldn't you be on menopause like 40 years ago? What happened? Oh man, just a super lady. <laughs> Dang, that's never expire. We need to harvest her cells. Yeah, harvest her cells. <laughs> probably already have. You know, they harvest know, right? Henrietta Lacks. You guys know about Henrietta Lacks? No. No. She was a poor black woman way back when, and scientists harvested her cells because her cells replicate infinitely. What? So it's basically a god cell. What? And she didn't know, and no one knew. Her family found out well after her death, <gasps> and they basically they extracted just kept doing it anyway i think they may have paid them off a little bit of money but for what they were using and getting in return they can never cover the costs oh my goodness mainly because it was taken without consent Uh so it's a whole crazy story there was actually a dot a show on it on hbo that oprah was involved in i was gonna say i've heard the name before what's it called uh I think it's called the story of Henrietta Lacks or, or something. Like, or the like Secret that. Life. Yeah, or something yeah, like something that. like that. Yeah, I, I remember. Her, and then she's she's like, I believe Oprah's like in the cover, right? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I was like, I was like, no, I, I remember good. seeing <laughs> yeah. this. I I don't think I watched it. It was but good? even if you just watched the documentary on it, it's it, good. It's great. Yeah. Oh wow, I'm gonna have to check it out. It's crazy. Bro. Science can be weird sometimes. Like they do oh, a lot geez, of sketchy things. Dude, S- science. I don't know, but. Would you want to know everything that's going on, or would you not? Mm. I'd want to know if it's gonna possibly harm me, yeah, or the people I love. I'm talking about more like the little secrets that there may or may not be. Yes, not, I want to know. Any claims I, as a as a as a conspiracy theorist, in as a conspiracy theory enthusiast, I won't call myself a conspiracy theorist because that's far fetched, but. I do enjoy reading the stories and the mysteries of the world drive me crazy. I could yeah, have swore I, I turned that off. And, but and, well, the thing is too is that once 100% you get agree with you on that. Once you get yeah. something that is interesting and then, I it, know. and then it starts becoming true slowly, but you're like, holy shit, what? Yeah, someone like, was right for like, the long. Well, even, like think about now. Like now, everyone pretty much universally accepts that aliens exist. Yeah, right. That was so far fetched. Like 10, 20 years ago. 
But now we've come to the part where even our own government has acknowledged that they exist. So yeah. it's like if that was a myth for so long to so many people and now it's a confirmed fact bro space yeah. force space what else force. is what else is space a fact force. that we've been led to believe is not true or impossible it just makes too much sense well, but I'd, i'm okay i'd be with so it. curious to see that sorry to change the topic about that space yeah. force list yeah space force list, bro like I who's see, gonna be involved but why <laughs> Why why is there a sudden need for a space force? I think Trump was oh, just like man. you guys understand there are otherworldly things. I there's want money to certain, be made. I think he's thinking in the sense that like there's a certain department like we need someone to just handle this kind of stuff like but be like they have to know that you have to tell the public at this point. Like that's why he made it so public cuz he could have just as easily been like space force never talk about it. It's, it's all classified. I don't you know? know. I think part of it is he was maybe just trying to get like certain companies like oh this is exciting that's true I, I mean see that and that's the thing there's always two sides like to him. trying to get there. there's always two sides hands to, on a piece yeah. of that pie yeah like there's money to be made there if it's real i mean that's well, trump how, is still know. a businessman but he is the president and I feel maybe like, we found like a new element or like mineral or something out there and mm-hmm. we're like oh we can use this for everything. And mm, I like that. Yeah, that's very futuristic thinking. I like yeah. that. Someone's going to be rich involved with this. Or we get someone who's like, let's just give it back to the people and let's create a if better not, world. Like, that would be amazing. Imagine someone being like, we found this element that is basically going to just transform everything we have. And then it's like, we'll have the ability to have flying cars because of it, because it floats naturally. Like, I'd be like, all Ooh. for it. I'd be like, yo, let's do it. I think we got a little conspiracy I know, script right? on our hands here. A little, we, need, think, we need a little refinement. Yeah, we're going to do that. Um, see you guys after the commercial break, and we'll have a script. For, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, we will possibly dive into that. Yeah, it's yeah, interesting, right? Um, yeah. I have a, a buddy of mine, um, Cameron. He's Shout out Cameron. Uh, he's he's my um, screenwriting partner. And Are we recording right now? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you thought we you thought we had stopped recording? Oh, because yeah, of the yeah. commercial break? Or are you just messing with me? Oh, no, no, no. no. I was, yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be so funny, yeah. though, right? You said that so seriously. I yeah, was like, oh, okay. I mean, you gotta be, right? Well, you know, I used to work in radio, so I'm used to, yeah. like, cuts and live broadcasting. Okay, okay. Can you do any, like, dash three, four, five, or something like that? Like, where they do the numbers? <laughs> You're now listening to K Rock on 37.9. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> That's yeah. not even an FM station. No, you, you can say anything. You're listening to Starbucks. Five million Radio. two. Five million two. That's true. But um, hey, Fred, Ready? it's it's been it's been a good time. Man. It has been a good time. Like, yeah, thank you for having me. We've been all over the place. Yeah, we went all over the. But I really liked it. Oh, sorry. No, no, that's no, how, no. That's how we bro, like the episodes to be. That's how we do it's it. More fun too. Listeners, new and old, yeah. love it. New, new listeners, this is my voice. My name is Luigi. Yes, new listeners, this is my voice. My name is Willie. And then. Thank you for having me and uh, listening to me, guys. This first time. Uh, <laughs> no, you were supposed to say, Fred, this is my oh, name, Fred. It's, a, it's okay. No, it's, it's okay. Like, no, bro. We're just, if we had yeah, cameras, yeah. you guys could have seen my hand <laughs> movements. But uh, 
It, I guess I, I, I first feel... time doing this, so yeah. you know, yeah, picking yeah. up on the cues. You're you're good. <laughs> you're good. Yeah, this guy's so cool, man. I know. He's just, he just rides the wave of life and is just like waving at people, like, "Yo, what's up?" Yeah, because he's on a wave. That's cool. So you got a wave on a wave. You That's know? true. It's true. Mm, and he's put a that swimmer. on the t-shirt. You, and you, but you haven't surfed, right? I've tried. You've I'm tried. Like, tried. It's not. Yeah. It's not for you guys. It's easier to swim into it. Yeah. <laughs> I love. I love the ocean, man. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I love. Yeah. I love diving head in first, throwing my body, belly uh, flopping, it's anything. The best. Especially when it's hot, and then when it's really icy cold, it's a little harder. But that's mind over matter, right there. Yeah. Yo, Fred. Do you before we go? Do you have any one you want to shout out or anything you want to tell the people? Yeah. Before something you take to leave off? them with before you take off. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, shout out to to the family, of course, Heck and yeah. then you know, thank you guys for having me. Yeah, shout out to you guys. Hey, hope you guys keep going. Appreciate. Wish it. you tons of success. Thank you so much. This guy's awesome, man. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, that and shout out to you, Fred. Yeah, shout out to you, Fred, because more success is going to be. You already have success, but there's going to be so much more success. You're, you didn't even think that there would be that much success, bro. Like, it's going to overpower we'll your emotion, we'll your see. thought, your body, everything, your spirit, bro. Like can't, that. It's can't dwell crazy. on things. Heck yeah. Keep going forward, bro. It, yo, that's advice to live by. No kidding. And we're going to leave you with that. It's been a good one today on Clear Episode the Episode eight is over. It's over. See you in the next one. Peace.